0: The Life Stand by Owen. Today I will talk about Faith in 3D. I'm a woman of faith with a strong affiliation for what is real. I love to see bubbles but I don't really like when they burst. I can hope for tomorrow but I need to see the action one is taking today to achieve that vision. I hate mere words. I love action. What am I? I am a woman of faith with a strong obligation for what is real. Now, is faith and reality mutually exclusive or are they interrelated? That one without the other is dead. This is what I will talk about in this episode. So, what is faith so the Bible puts it quite clearly when it says faith is the substance of things hoped for it is the evidence of things that are not seen there are different versions of the Bible Um, there are different versions to this but it's it's the same point so I will summarize what faith is and what faith isn't in terms of maybe let's look at um, words that express what faith really is. So, um, faith is, is, I'll say, I'll start by saying, faith is reality, right? It's this, there's there's a level of certainty when it comes to faith. There has to be a level of certainty when it comes to faith. Faith is substance. What is substance? something you can, like a material, something you can feel, something you can, something tangible, you know, it's a conviction that is based on something, right, um, it gives you confidence, because you believe in something, faith is evidence, now, when I think about evidence, I, I like to think about, um, maybe, like, if you're into, um, criminal cases and you know law and all that uh, when there's a murder or something usually and in the court the, the defendant or the prosecutors will need to the prosecutor will need to provide evidence to show that the particular person has committed the crime and usually evidence could take different forms it could be maybe you left the weapon it could be that um, there's actually a witness somebody saw um, what happened? You know, it could also be that you left your blood. Maybe after the incident, there was like blood on the floor, and they could check the DNA and determine it. It could also be it could be as you know, simple as you can't account for the time um, during when that crime happened, and maybe you are one of the prime suspect. Those are things that could actually be accepted. As evidence, so you can see that evidence is vast, it doesn't have to be one particular thing, it can be varied. And this is actually what it is when it comes to faith faith is based on evidence. Now, what is faith? What is faith not? Now, faith is not the thing that you hope for, faith is not hope. Faith is not invisible, you know, something you can't touch, you know, something in the air. No, that's not what faith is. Faith, as I said, is evidence, it's tangible to some extent, it's something you, you know, you are convinced of because you've seen clear, um, you know, something in reality that shows that that thing is going to happen or has happened. That is what it is. Now, I want us to go to the you know foundation of faith before we delve into you know um, other aspects of it so um, when it comes to you know what faith is the foundation of the Christian faith is in is in believing that Christ you know died on the cross for everyone and on the third day he rose again and because of that we are saved that is the foundation of the christian faith and if you want to tie that into definition of faith whenever people um are told about um you know this faith of christianity for the first time it's always um, important that we present some sort of um evidence and evidence in this case could either be you know what's contained in the bible um it could be that you um haven't heard and this is what evidence is you know maybe, maybe to, to, to put it clearly so the whole essence of it is that for for me to become a believer someone who has witnessed the um you know someone who has been witness to witnesses to me and because of that we um then witness to others so in many ways witnessing to others we tell we would usually tell them about what's happening in the bible and that is us presenting evidence you know to the you know whoever it is we're talking to and that we then hope that they would believe and when they believe they would then you know come to know Christ that is actually you know really the foundation of it of you know Christian faith but I want to go into more details about faith so if you look at the definition of faith we said faith is the evidence of things hopeful let's let's just pick that out so one thing is clear faith is evidence good the other thing that is clear is there is a hope for something because of that hope that you have which is usually unseen right because hope um, the Bible says you can't hope for something that you can see so it's already here so why are you hoping for it Um, but you can hope for something that is not seen something that's in the future however faith is the evidence of that thing so even though hope may not necessarily be is not Tangible at the time you are hoping for it because you don't have it at that time, faith is supposed to be tangible, supposed to be real. And, you know, we'll go into it a little bit. So I'm going to talk about faith in 3D, as I said, which is evidence, one, there's hope, two, and the last, shall I say, key component is our works now let's go to what is you know evidence um or rather let's say what why is evidence so important i mean evidence is is quite important because even you look if you look at the trend even with god you know of everything that happened you know one thing god did was to make sure that there was evidence of his works. right so right from the beginning you know um how the world was created, we get to see it now as we live. We get to see the creation that God, the things that God have, has created. Now, even when it comes to you know, you look at the Bible, what is the Bible? The Bible is a documentation of the evidence of everything that God did in the past, right? And if you read John 20 verse 30 to 31 it says that this these things have been written so that when you believe you would have life so God believes in evidence God God does not believe in you know oh I mean God is not a God of um, you know things that are not seen or, or how do I put it so God is not God is not know he wants to convince you with evidence maybe let me let's put it that way god wants to convince us with evidence and that's why the bible was written not only that you look at jesus when he died and rose again he did not immediately return to heaven what did he do he remained on earth for 40 days why so that he could appear to people talk to people discuss with people and leave evidence of his resurrection right so that we would have something to believe so that whoever is told about faith in future about you know faith in jesus christ they would have some evidence that he actually rose because all the witnesses the people who witness his um, rising and you know living on earth before he um, went back to heaven would be able to you know convince others because they saw it happen and that is why the story of Jesus' resurrection and the story of God and all the things he did is being repeated every day by every believer to new converts to new people because that is the evidence that we received and us as witnesses were um basically transferring or you know informing others of that um, evidence now there are other examples you know of of the importance of evidence when it comes to faith if you um, even look at the men of faith you know the bible has examples the men of faith. Um, you have Abraham, who, um, you know, you said he was he was he was a man of, of 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 faith because he heard from God what was to come, the promises of God. God God revealed Himself to Abraham and told him of the promise. That he had for him to make him father of all nations to take him to a promised land and Abraham believed in it and because of that he left his home to that promised land what was the evidence in this situation the evidence was God appearing to him and you know maybe taking us back to the example I gave of a crime if you have a witness to a crime or Someone tells you, or someone who was there when everything happened, says that I witnessed it, and this is it. That, um, you know, what do you call it now? That confession or, you know, um, information can't be used as evidence in the court. So for Abraham, his evidence of what he hoped for, which was the promise that God made to him, the um, the promised land and everything was the fact that he saw god and god revealed it to him right that was enough evidence for him to believe if you look at noah same thing the bible says that you know god warned noah so god spoke to noah and warned him of what was to come so noah had an evidence which was god actually speaking to him about what was to come if you also look at paul Paul, on his way to Damascus had a vision and heard a voice and it was that voice and that vision that caused him to transform his life that vision and that voice was the evidence he had and needed to believe in God so evidence is is, 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 it can be anything it can be God speaking to you it can be you know God appearing to you it can be in fact you know it can be God sending someone to you look at the story of Mary you know the Holy Spirit appeared to Mary but also appeared to um, Elizabeth you know I mean and you know Elizabeth and her, and her husband and because of that both Mary and Elizabeth were able to confirm the word of God the way to confirm the evidence. So there was evidence that Mary received that of what was to come, which is the birth of Christ, and also through Esther, Elizabeth, also you know, hearing from God. So it's, it's, it's quite interesting, and, and, and that convinces me, to be honest, that no matter what it is that you are embarking on as a Christian, no matter what it is you are getting into, if it is of God, He will give you evidence. He will give you evidence. It's now left for you to believe the evidence that he has given you. Now, we were talking about evidence. Let's talk about hope. And these things happen maybe one before the other, right? For instance, um, you could hope for something, you know, and then God gives you evidence of that thing to happen. Or maybe like Abraham who was, you know, living in his life, God came to him and gave him something to hope for and gave him evidence of that thing so in whatever order that happens but the point is that hope itself is as I said before what is a sin something that has not happened you know and um, it's 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 something that could be anything so as a believer You know, or as a person, you would hope for so many things. You know, um, I guess that's the way we are wired. We want so many things in life. We want a family, we want, um, you know, all sorts of things. You know, all our desires. You know, we have so many desires. You know, our career, you know. our personal lives you know we want to succeed just think about it I, I don't want to mention specific things because i mean depending on who you are what you hope for is vast now it becomes fate when we hinge our hope on evidence god has given to us that is when it becomes something that you can count on right And you know it's very very key because a lot of us hope for things and we we don't necessarily have confirmation from God that that is something that he wants for our life you know if you look at um, Proverbs 4 23 it says you know be careful what you think your life is shaped by your thoughts Um, why did I bring up that verse because we think about having so many things we think about you know, achieving so many dreams, and sometimes we are going in the right direction with our thoughts, but sometimes our thoughts are not the will of God. But if God gives you an evidence that what you are hoping for is something that will come to pass, then you can, you know, be rest assured that God will will, will make a way for you. And um, maybe, you know, just to emphasize on. Um, You know when it comes to to evidence for what you hope for you know um, god can speak to you directly god can speak to someone um who then comes to you to talk to you about it um and god can you know speak to you speak to somebody else and both of you can confirm i know that a lot that that happens a lot when um, people tend to want that kind of evidence when maybe they're trying to they're looking for their life partner and and they, they would usually say, Oh, I want, you know, God to speak to me about it and I also want so if God has spoken to you about it, that you I'm the one for you, then I want God to also speak to me about it. So you want that kind of double confirmation and all that. But God does it, God can, you know, do it anyway. And the key thing is that when it comes to faith and basically witnessing to people, it's a situation whereby, you know, God has so for the believer who is witnessing it has been revealed to that that believer and because of that you have faith but the person that you are talking to who is not a believer may not have received that same evidence so that is where the role of a believer is which is you are witnessing to that person about the evidence that you have it's not always the easiest because it's, it's always easy it's, I mean most people would always want to to have that evidence for themselves you know and everything and you know that is just what that is just what it is, but whatever the case, the thing with having the evidence is that you are convinced about what is to come and what is to happen, and that gives you the ultimate um, assurance and you know, um, confidence that you need. So, we've talked about hope, we've talked about evidence. Now, there's a, an important aspect of this that the Bible's considers it so important that it says if you have hope for something and you have the evidence for for that thing that that thing that you hope for if you don't work to achieve it then your faith is dead and this is you know seen in James 2 26 faith without works is dead and it's, it's one of the, uh, a popular verse, but also quite, I think it's received a lot of debates over time because, um, you know, and the debate has, has has been around, you know, what is works, you know, if, you are, if, you are, if, if, if it's faith, then it doesn't have to be based on your effort, it doesn't have to be based on anything you do, you know, it should just happen, you know, it should just come to you and things like that. And the Bible is very, very clear. <laughs> it says, faith without works is death. And it's 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 as clear as that you know you have to work and what is work let's go back to the example the example of Abraham Abraham heard from God and he told him this promised land he told him he'll be the father of nations what was Abraham's work Abraham's work this case and let me let me call it let me let me let me explain what work is work is action what did abraham do about this information that he had abraham packed up his bags and his family and he left his home and headed to that promised land noah heard from god believed god for what was to come And what did he do? He started to build an ark when there was no rain. It's really ridiculous. Paul heard from God about what was to come, what God wanted him to do. And what did Paul do? Immediately he believed, he received, he became a transformed man. Like His works and his actions was his journey in ministry. Because think about it, for a man who persecuted Christians for years to suddenly turn around and start to to profess Christianity, most people will think that there's something wrong. A lot of people will not believe him. But he wasn't worried about what people had to say because he knew what God had told him. God had given him evidence. He saw God and he heard God himself. Not only that, God wanted to convince him so much with evidence that when he got to Damascus, he sent a prophet to come to meet him to open his eyes. Remember Paul Saul, before he became poor, was blinded because of the, the, the vision he had when he saw God. Like the vision of you know seeing God and hearing from him and he got blind and he was blind for three days and God sent a prophet to come to him to heal him. Even the prophet was afraid of coming because he knew who Paul was. But Paul, but Paul or Saul at that point was already convinced he believed, and his next action was what to immediately turn around and start to serve God. That's the action. You cannot hope for something have the evidence for it and then sit and fold your arms and say it's gonna to come to you it doesn't work like that faith does not work like that faith is as good as dead without your actions faith is as good as dead without your actions without your, without your works your works has to do with you doing it has to do with you Let's say you are trying to, you know, go somewhere to school, whatever. It has to do with you planning. It has to do with you putting out that application. It has to do with you embarking on that journey. It has to do with you registering that business if what you're trying to do is set up a business. It has to do with you acting. But the key thing is that before you act, before you act, you must first know what you are hoping for right and you must get evidence from god that he is in line with that purpose that you that you know hope that you have and to be honest there are different facets of these issues these things right because when it comes to hope is how do you know what you're hoping for is what god wants you to do god will give you an evidence you will have the conviction that this is what god wants you to do and you will guide it now let me say something I'll say two things about works. One, when it comes to works, there's a Bible verse that says Psalm forty six ten, which says, Be still and know that I am God. A lot of times, um, we've interpreted it to mean, oh, you know, if you want to know that God is God, don't do anything, just hold on and wait. Don't just just don't do anything and sit back and and wait. But I, I would say that being still does not mean inaction being still could be being cool calm headed not worrying because even the bible talks about anxiety and worries why are you worrying about tomorrow you know the god that you have has taken care of it if you can take care of the flowers can take of the birds of air why are you worrying and that lack of worry that lack of anxiety is stillness but that stillness right comes from you acting because you know that what you are hoping for or trying to achieve, you have received evidence that it's going to happen. It's just like a student going into an exam to write it and already knows what the question is and what the answer is. There is no way that student is going to go into that exam fidgeting or worried or afraid. Every other person might go in there thinking, oh, what's this question going to be? What is the, you know, what am I going to write? But there's a certain stillness that comes with going into an exam when you already know what the question is and you know what the answer is. So you are actually still going to write the exam, but you would, your, your countenance is going to be different. It's going to be one of stillness. So I wanted to make that point that being still does not mean inaction. It just means some level of confidence in the God that you have, in the knowledge that what you hope for, there's evidence that you have received uh, that's going to happen. The second point I'm going to make about works is that when it comes to, or rather works and evidence, when it comes to evidence, you you might be the only one to be convinced of it. You might be the only one to receive the evidence. The world may not see your evidence. But they must see your works. They must see your action. That is how they will know that you have faith. And that is why the Bible says, Show me the man who has works. And I will show you You know his feet and I will show you how that person has fit because your works Your works and your actions in life shows what you believe in If you believe in something you will act in accordance with that thing That you believe in if you don't believe in something you will be you will either not do anything about it Or you would be you will do it half half heartedly and that's what the bible talks about a lukewarm man who is blown here and there you know what a lukewarm man who would you know you wouldn't want to have that in your mouth or somebody who is blown by the wind neither here nor there because you don't you don't believe in your actions you don't believe in what you're saying so i'll go back and, and, and i'll so i'll say it again when it comes to your works, the world, the world. When it comes to your actions, the world will see your actions. That is what the world sees. When it comes to your evidence, you might be the only one that has seen it. You might be the only one that is convinced of it. You might be the only one that you know God reveals it to. Yeah, it might be the only one that might yeah, that would read the Bible. And understand what is God is trying to tell you part time. Don't waste your energy trying to explain. um, You know, sometimes you try to explain the evidence. Oh, God spoke to me. You know, and people sometimes people look at you skeptically. Oh, what do you mean, God spoke to you? You know, and all that. Some people, some people might believe, which is great, and those are people you carry along with you on your journey. But there are people who will not believe. And they will pull you back or they will mock it. But do not spend time trying to convince people of your evidence. Let them see your works. And to be honest, right, this is such an important fact because even when it comes to ministering to people, witnessing to people, the Bible says, you know, it's, it's, it, it talks about ministering to people, talking to people about Christ, but not putting the burden on yourself to convince them. Because what you are doing is that you are communicating the evidence that you have that Jesus Christ is Lord, that God is your Savior, right? But because it's left for them to believe or not to believe, it is not for you to try to convince them. What you then do after speaking to that person about Christ, like, like that's you, you know, relaying your evidence to them, is that you now show them what you believe by your actions and your works and hopefully someday for those who are not able to believe the evidence they will then believe your works you know the 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 prayer is that because we all want everyone to believe that christ is God so that at the end of the day we all are saved but you wouldn't want people to wait until the end when they now realize that oh so this thing is true, and it might be too late then you know to then be convinced so right now what you do is you present your evidence to them about who christ is what you know about the bible and everything and then you let your actions also show your evidence show your belief what you believe and hopefully um people would you know would, would follow through um you know, so, so we've, 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 we've looked at the three, the, what, what I call faith in 3D. Hope, what you hope for. Evidence, what God tells you about what you hope for. And the final is your work, what you do about what God has told you about what you hope for. Right. Those are the three. They are important. And and why this topic or this um, discussion is important is because... Over time, I've heard people and maybe believers, non-believers, you know, see faith as what you hope for alone. But they do not look at the three, and that's just one dimension. They don't look at the three important components of it. What makes faith, fit? What makes faith alive? You know, that is it. You know, those are the three things, and they work together, and we can go on and on you know about about this I, I would make one more point on you know um, evidence especially when it's coming from somebody else the bible says 1st um, 521 talks about testing you know questioning everything that is said to be true and if you find it to be true then you accept it and i say this because sometimes god gives evidence to other people about what is happening to you and they come to you and they tell you you test it because you are you are also god can also speak to you and you can also look through the word and even the holy spirit you know a very key component of you know receiving evidence from god can 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 convince you of whether or not what what you are being told is true you know once you test it and you say that it's true then you believe it but there you have to test it especially when it's coming from other people so I would usually say and this is me if it's coming from somebody else I have to also receive some sort of conviction about that evidence before you know I accept it I, I felt that I felt that was an important um, point to make So in conclusion you know just to summarize you know everything we've been talking about you know faith is is three dimensional it's three dimensional there's what you hope for. There's your evidence, and there's your works. They, these things has to work together. And I will, I will, and I will end with a simple analogy. A simple analogy, just to drive home the point. You plan to go to a friend's wedding. You hope to go to a friend's wedding. It is what you you expect that you will be able to do on a particular day. That is your hope. What is the evidence that you can get to your friend's wedding? have a car your car is the evidence that you have a means to arrive at your friend's wedding but your expectation to be at the wedding and the car must have an accelerator your car must have an accelerator which you would which would activate by your actions in order for the car to take you to that wedding that you want to attend these three things must work together your works is your faith accelerator your action is your faith accelerator because you know but just say that all aspects are equal are important because you must hope for something and to be honest um going deep into these different components you know there are questions there are different questions that one could you know possibly ask about them how do you know what to hope for you know you know how do you know what you hope for is you know is from god and that's why you talk about the evidence that you know um That comes from God and then you know when it comes to evidence how do you test the evidence to make sure that it's actually true that has to happen and then finally your actions how do you know what to do what you know how do you receive guidance for what to do you know the Christian faith is so it's actually quite beautiful it's 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 reasonable it makes a lot of sense God is a reasonable God God is a God of you know you know reality everything works together perfectly and you know because a lot of times we don't understand these things the the work for us is to to return to god and to ask god about these different aspects to 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 communicate with god and to fellowship with him and he is a god that He's willing to reveal mysteries to us mysteries that you know when 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 it's revealed to you you become you know a better person a newer you know believer a more revitalized um um, believer and to be honest it's it's, um such a beautiful it's such a beautiful thing so that is that is pretty much it um faith in 3d um evidence hope and works and this thing works together and i would i would go back to the initial question i asked which is faith and reality are they mutually exclusive i would say faith is reality faith is real it's so real it is substance (laughs) you know and you know it's it's is the foundation of our faith thank you so much for um joining today's episode and you know, I hope you, you you learned a lot from everything that we talked about. And if you have any questions, send me messages on um this um podcast and I would, you know, look at them and see how best I can answer them by um the grace of God. So I I thoroughly enjoyed this episode and I hope you did too. see you um, once again on um any future episodes that that'll be put my future episodes that I'll be putting out on the dif- order, you know different um topics and areas as God reveals them to me. Thank you. This is a life stand by Owen.